Hey guys, today's episode is presented by Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is a transformative way to work out with a mission to help you feel your best. Each expert instructor brings their signature method directly to you wherever you are in the world via Zoom. When you take a Sweat Connected class, you are able to interact with your instructor and the other participants in the class just like you would in a live studio experience. Whether you have been a group fitness participant for years or you're newer now, you will feel at home with Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is offering our listeners 50% off their first class by going to sweatconnected.com and using the code POD. That's code POD, P-O-D, at sweatconnected.com for 50% off your first class. Sweat Connected for all levels, all ages, all sizes, and all humans. Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to a new episode. It's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How are we feeling? How's your week going? It's middle of the week. This is your midweek pump up telling you and reminding you, oh my gosh, this might not be the case for you, but I have two weeks of school left of this semester. That feels wrong. Like, literally, how did we go seven months in quarantine and then the four months of the semester flew by? Like, I feel like I just moved into this apartment and I'm about to leave and I'm about to go home and I don't know how I feel about it. It just, it feels crazy, right? It's crazy. I don't know how it's happening. I don't know if you guys relate to that. Maybe you guys are ready to go home. Maybe you're not. Leave a review. Tell me what you're thinking or go comment it on one of the Instagram posts. But I just can't tell. Like some people are just like done with the semester and they're ready to go home and breathe and just decompress. But some people are like, absolutely not. I'm not going anywhere. And I'm very curious to see where y'all fall. Anyways, regardless of that, this week's episode is so, so happy. I got to sit down with Kat Schultes. Kat is a former Stanford student. Um, so Bow Wow Bulldog, she, we used to go to Stanford together and now she's married and living in Atlanta and she's thriving and she's doing the most. And you'll get to hear from Kat exactly what she's up to right now. But this episode was so awesome and it was so nice sitting down and getting to talk about something that I normally don't talk about. This week's episode, as I'm sure you saw in the title, is all about body image and fitness and oh, also I would just like to give a quick disclaimer. Um, during the episode, Kat and I um, get into conversation and we do touch on some triggering topics like eating disorders. So if that's something that does trigger you, totally fine. See you next week. No worries. Just click out now. But it is something that Kat is really passionate about and it's kind of a calling that the Lord has put on her life to minister into those situations. And if you're here because of the title of this episode, welcome. And this is exactly what Kat and I had talked about is um, opening up a space to talk about body image and insecurity and eating disorders in a way that um, you could listen and hopefully hear from a big sister like Kat and all of her wisdom and from her experience. So that's just our prayer for the episode that this is going to reach girls in a new and awesome way. So super excited for you guys to hear all of the amazing things that she had to say. And also it's just really nice because it's not really a topic I would have chosen like for myself, like I would have never sat down and been like, oh, let's record this episode. But it is so refreshing to hear someone so passionate about something that the Lord hasn't put a calling on my life for. But you can just see like how ordained she is and anointed she is into 
this topic and I'm super excited for y'all to listen to it. You are literally going to love this episode. Um, yeah, I mean, without further ado, holding, holding. Oh, 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 oh. I can't let you go that quick. Sorry, my bad. Forgot to do something real quick. You guys, hey, what's up? Just some quick housekeeping. You know the drill. Go subscribe to the podcast right now. I'm going to give you a couple seconds. You're going to do a couple things. You're going to go hit subscribe so that episodes get automatically downloaded to your phone every single Wednesday. Number two, you're going to go down and click that little five-star button and leave us a review. That is the only way that this podcast can grow and that Apple Podcasts would go and put it on new people's pages and suggest the episodes to them. So please, 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 please go leave a review. I shout out reviews every single Sunday on the at She's Going Places Instagram. Perfect segue. Go follow the at She's Going Places podcast Instagram account. It is so cute. You can go out there and see Kat's beautiful face right now if you want to and all of our other amazing content. You have to go check it out. I'm constantly posting stories tomorrow if you're listening to this on Wednesday. If you're not listening to this on Wednesday, go back and check. It'll be on the highlight. Tomorrow on Thursday, I'll be posting some Instagram polls and the Instagram polls get so spicy and they're so interesting and literally the engagement is through the roof whenever I post these Instagram polls. Y'all want to give me your opinions and I love it. So I'll ask some polls about this week's episode. Please go participate in them. And I mean, without further ado, I think I think that's everything that we had to talk about. Here's the episode. You guys are going to love it. Thanks so much. All right, Kat, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Kat. Um, I graduated from Stanford University in Birmingham. I'm super passionate about health and fitness um, and helping girls with body image issues, eating disorders, um, that field of things. I love cooking. Um, I ran track in college and high school and then was injured a ton. So that's a big part of my story and like a whole transition out of that. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah, that's so awesome. And for those of you who didn't catch that, Kat and I both went to Sanford. We were there for, what, like two years at the same time? Yeah, it's crazy that we never met. I think so. We probably yeah. passed each other and stuff going to class. So many times. And so many mutual friends because, like, Sanford is such, like, a small world. Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, so what are you up to right now? It's post-grad life. Just fill us in. Okay, so Taylor and I were chatting a little bit before the podcast, and um, I'm kind of in a weird season right now with like work and like purpose and I feel like a lot of college students kind of like go through that and are just like confused after they graduate if they don't have their like five-year plan set up kind of thing. Um, so I did graduate as a health science major focused in nutrition and personal training. So originally coming out I was like okay well personal train and like um, do that like online in person and then hopefully apply to some gyms for like training or things. But with COVID and everything, it's been a little weird trying to, like, get trainer jobs because gyms are not full again because people are not, like, comfortable, all that. Anyways, so um, I'm quitting the job at the gym that I have now, which has just been a front desk position, which is just not really what I'm passionate about. Um, And just with the college degree and everything, not really what I want to be doing. So we're transitioning out of that and really just, like, praying about, like, what food has next um, and focusing on, like, marriage and family and Hoping Casey what he would love first for right now. And um, yeah, it's definitely a transition season, but just trying to stay at the Lord's feet and learn what he has for me right now. Yes, I I love that you said that. And you mentioned Casey. So you just got married. Yes. 
that's, that's been so like exciting. the funnest thing ever. That's what like I've been telling people recently. This is kind of like a weird slash hard season for me, like because of like purpose stuff going on and like really trying to feel that out and also just like uh, getting to know like wood in a new way. But Casey has been like the one like solid rock, like amazing, like best thing of my life, like right now kind of thing. So it's like I never want to tell people it's a bad season because like I just got married and it's the best season. But it's also like there can be hard things in good seasons too, if that makes sense. So, but we got married in May, like right as like COVID was just like things were opening up again and stuff like that. So we weren't even sure if we were going to get to have a wedding, but then we did. And it was the biggest godsend and amazing. So, yeah. That is so sweet. Okay, so how did you know? When did you and Casey start dating? So I met him last January in 2019. Like some friends were at a coffee shop and we all kind of like introduced ourselves. Um, And then I like went to church with, because I was still in Birmingham at that time for school. Um, Mm -hmm. um, But then I was like, anytime I hopped back into Atlanta for like church, like passion, that kind of thing. He was always in, like, the same friend group as some girls I was friends with. And so I'd see him every once in a while kind of thing. Um, And then eventually he asked me to go to the lake with, like, that friend group last 4th of July, so last summer. And I was like, yes! (laughs) And so I went with them, and it was, like, the best thing ever. And, like, literally two days later, we were basically, like, dating, like, just because we liked each other so much. And it was one of those, like, instant, Mm -hmm. like, you just know kind of things. Um. So we started dating July last year, and then we got engaged at Christmas last year, and then married in May. So it was really fast, but when you know, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, that's so exciting. I'm sure people were listening to that, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that is so fast. (laughs) What what is, like, not, like, your thoughts, but, like, what do you have to say for – I know you mentioned, like, you know, you know, but what does that, like, tangibly look like for you? Um. Like, people kind of, like, made comments, and you could tell sometimes people were like, oh, like, isn't that fast? But, like, not, like, in a judging way, just, like, asking kind of thing. Um, but my parents literally were knew each other three months, engaged three months, and then married, and they also, like, have a big age difference kind of thing. So, like, for me growing up, like, it was never, like, a, like, there has to be any stipulations on, like, what a relationship or engagement or marriage, like, has to mm-hmm. look like. It's just, like, the Lord's timing for, like, each individual person. Like, I have friends who have literally been dating, like, three to four years, and they know they're getting married, but, like, and, like, still, like, um, like, they're not living together, not, like, doing anything unbiblical, like, totally, like, doing, like, it the right way. They just, like, can't get married yet for job reasons, or they're just not ready, whatever. And they still love each other, but, like, they're just not going to be married for another, like, two years or whatever. And, like, to me, that, like, imagining waiting any longer to marry Daisy than, like, when we were even, like, engaged was just, like, I literally could not do it, even though, like, obviously could. But um, that's just, like, everyone's time frame is different, and you just have to know, like, what's timing for, like, you and, like, we'll seek that out together kind of thing. And also, like, trust the guy that you're dating to, like, know that because I think girls a lot of times get kind of antsy, like, is it going to pop the question and that kind of thing. Um, and just like Jesse Lord timing with that. So. Okay. So I guess I don't really know like how this like works behind the scenes, but so Casey owns, he would love first. He started it. Yeah. Right. So yes. he did start it. Um, there's like four of them. So it's Casey, one of his cousins, one of his like college best friend roommates, and then another one of their friends are like the four owners now. Like if you're talking like percentage in the company kind of thing. Right. But he started it um, with like his college roommate and stuff. So 
Did you want me to okay, get the how story? How did that start? Okay. Oh yeah, give a story. Yeah, I, I love to tell it to people, and Casey always hears me in the background, like telling, and he's like, "Oh no, it's all you think." Here it goes. But I just love to brag on him. So it's also just like so cool to like see the way the Lord has grown in even like a year, and just like, like I just like get butterflies to like, just with the fact that I like even get to be like a small part of like rooting Casey on in this and stuff. So well, it's crazy, like being at Sanford, like everyone has a he would love yes, first bracelet that on. Was like what was and I see them everywhere yes I, when we started dating like he gave me a ton to, like, well actually before we started dating like they one of their social media people like wanted to send me like a ton of bracelets and sweatshirts whatever like stuff to like post in but also just to hand bracelets out kind of thing and um so like then I still had like bracelets and I handed them out to like my residents like my freshman girls and, like, one of them I remember saying, she was like, oh, yeah, you're cool if you have one of these. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, okay. You're like, yes. <laughs> anyway, she said that, like, once we were dating later. But, anyways, <laughs> when, um, like, three or four years ago when he was still playing, like, college soccer, because he played soccer at Georgia State in Atlanta, um, one of his, like, teammates was an atheist. And Casey was wearing, like, a WWJD bracelet, like, the woven ones, like, they should be like ones. And um, his teammate was like, what does WWJD mean? Or like, what is that? Or he didn't ask what it means. He was just like, like, why are we wearing that? What is it? And in case he was like, well, it like stands for what would Jesus do? Like, like, that's really all he said. Like, he didn't say anything mm-hmm. else. And the guy, like, Casey, like, automatically like, got scared. Like, oh, gosh, like, is he going to ask me, like, what would Jesus do? Because I don't really have, like, an answer. <laughs> and, like, the guy didn't ask. But, like, that just got Casey thinking, like, like, how am I a Christian, like, my entire life? I like, grew up in a Christian home, like, go to church my entire life, and I don't even know what Jesus would do. Um, and, like, the more he, like, prayed about it and thought about it, like, he just felt like he had, like, heard or, like, come up with, like, mm-hmm. um, he was a first, and, like, it should be left. And he, like, jokingly, like, there's pictures on, like, if you go by, way back on their social media, like, of, like, the day he sent, like, a Snapchat to his sister, like, like, not, like, posted it that day, but they just had a screenshot mm-hmm. or whatever. Of, like, some doodle he did in class of, like, a woven bracelet with HWF on it. He, like, sent it to her, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And she was, he was like, there's not so weird, JD. And she was like, wait, this is actually, like, such a good idea. And, like, then, like, the more, like, they thought about it, they were like, this is actually, like, because he, like, shared it with his roommates and stuff. And, like, you know, like, this is cool. Like, and the more people heard about it, they said, it's really cool idea or whatever. So then they just, like, paid, like, to order some bracelets from China, like, and, um, like, ordered, like, I want to say 500 or 1,000 or something, um, like, nothing crazy, and then just started giving them to their friends, like, it didn't start off as, like, a, we want to, like, sell these, like, make a livelihood kind of thing, it was just, like, waiting, this is a cool way to, like, spread Christ's love and, like, remind mm-hmm. people that, like, he loves you first, like, and, like, you're called to love others yes. first also, and so, like, they gave them out, so people, like, loved it, and so they're, like, okay, well, like, let's, like, sell these, I guess, because, like, you can't just buy them for free, like, <laughs> so they started selling them, and they would, like, literally just like do orders like print them off and like cut out orders which like if you have any kind of small business you know like how long that takes and how like not like good of a process that is so it's crazy like watch what they do now but they're like do orders like in their dorm room together like they'd have like seven on a Saturday and it would be like a big day kind of thing and um so I didn't know them at like that time but then last year they kind of like started um to like vamp up and then it's gotten even bigger this year and now they have like a warehouse and like it's just insane to see, like, what the Lord's doing with it, and all we can do is just, like, continue to ask him to, like, do more with it and, like, ask him how we can be, like, his hands and feet in it kind of thing, so. Absolutely. I love that story, and if anyone's listening, that is just 
oh, it's just so fun hearing about like how God can put like a very specific like niche passion on your heart and it can just bless so many people. Mm-hmm. So I love hearing that. So how are you involved in all of this? Because you post about it all the time on your Instagram. Yeah. And as much as I love to see you in all of their hoodies and such, <laughs> what, um, what is like life look like for you with He Would Love First? So I feel like first and foremost, like, my role is, like, to encourage Casey in it and, like, to, like, yeah. be there for him in it kind of thing and just, like, be, like, like, the wind in his sail kind of thing when he's discouraged about the way things are going mm-hmm. and just, like, that kind of thing. But also, like, just whenever, like, he needs something or, like, whenever, like, they need help with something, like, just showing up and, like, being there and, like, showing that I care kind of thing. Um, and, like, to a certain degree, like, my social media posting for them doesn't even really do anything because it's, like, my followers have probably seen me, like, wear a Shibboleth hoodie, like, a million times. Like, they know I like yeah. Shibboleth. They know how to look it up kind of thing. Um, it's just a point of, like, I'm always in it because, like, we're always at the warehouse. Like, it just always, like – and they also, like, whenever they need product pictures, like, quick or something, like, I'll just throw on a hoodie and we'll snap a picture behind – like, you know, like – or, like, mm-hmm. if they don't have, like, a, like, real photo shoot planned or something for product pictures or ads or whatever – and I also, like, edit a lot of their content for ads. Um, I don't run their ads because I don't know how Facebook works. <laughs> but just, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, like, kind of, like, wherever I have, like, at all, like, something I can help with. Like, just, like, okay, mm-hmm. give me a job kind of thing. But, like, I don't, like, per se, like, get paid unless it's, like, a certain thing. Right. It's just more so, like, just being there and, like, being, like, okay, I want to help. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. Okay, let's transition into something that you are super passionate about. And it was essentially the one thing you're like, okay, I'm coming on the podcast, but let's talk about this. <laughs> and I absolutely loved it. And you say you're really passionate about body image. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So I feel like people, when you say body image, it's like, what does that mean? Like, because like me, like myself, I've never had like an eating disorder, but obviously like in our like generation and even before us, like eating disorders have been like a massive problem. Like, and just like, Um, or I don't even want to say like problem just a lot of people struggle with it and stuff but I know like there's so many girls also like me who have not had like a first day like clinically diagnosed eating disorder like you went to a like place and got help kind of thing but there are so many of us who have like disordered eating habits and like disordered like ideas around food and like fitness and just that whole realm and I would say that like passion to like help people with that really stems for me out of like I talked to second about earlier um my injuries and stuff with like track and cross country because I went from like a very elite like athlete to like not being able to like walk to class kind of thing like over and over and over again throughout high school and college as soon as I would come back from an injury it would be another one um and I know like athletes will fully understand this I don't know if you did sports or anything but um when you like can't do what you love it's hard enough but then you add in like like especially I feel like with certain sports like running and dancing and things like that you add in the aspect of like oh like I have to stay race weight or like oh like I have to like stay like performance ready so that when I do come back like it's that much easier kind of thing and like my coach doesn't like think I'm like not trying like whatever so like this idea like every time I was injured I would have to like stay skinny like and even though I was not running like nearly as much as I would and you naturally are going to put on a little weight because you're not running 10 miles a day so you're just not as lean like (laughs) even if you're cross-training like whatever it's just kind of something that goes with it so that really stems for me um from that and just the like comparison game with like other athletes and things like that 
um, and just the stigma that comes with that. And then when I got to college my freshman year at Baylor. Um, wait, you went to Baylor? Yes. So <laughs> My brother goes to Baylor. Oh, wait, that's so funny. <gasps> I love Baylor. It's honestly like a bigger version of Stanford. Um, yes. So I went there for a year because they had like the best like athletic training, like um, sports recovery, mm-hmm. like just the track like training room was just insane and I was like if there's anywhere I can like stay healthy like this is the place like just felt like God's hand is really on it and so my parents and I because they like I was going in like on like like no scholarship basically and it would be like as soon as like you can run these times again like you did in high school before all your injuries and like we'll give you scholarship but it hit those two years of injuries so like they can't you know anyways right. scholarship stuff gets complicated so I don't want to go into all that but um so went originally to like kind of like earn scholarship and like say, and I loved it whenever I was traveling with the team. But then like at the end of that first fall 2016 um, cross country season, because I had torn my right hip labral, um, it's like your hip socket in high school. And it was like the thing that kind of like consistently had me out for about two years because it wasn't bad enough for me mm-hmm. to have surgery. I tore the left one that freshman year at Baylor and it was just like, the hardest thing, like, ever to, like, like have – because when you're, like, an athlete in college, your, like, community is, like, your teammates. Like, <laughs> unless you work really hard to, like, make it other people, like, they and your teammates because you're with them even if you're injured, like, in the weight room, like, everywhere, like, you're with them. And so my roommates were all, like, cross-country girls, and I love them so much. Like, I miss them so much. But um, it was just so hard, like, once I did get injured, like, the entire spring to not be able to run um, – and, like, not be able to travel with them when they're going to, like, Pennsylvania, like, California, like, every weekend, like, three-day trips, like, because um, Baylor, like, had a lot of athletics money, so they would go on, like, the big meets, like, you would go to the competitive meets, whatever. So I would kind of be, like, alone, like, in the dorm room, like, not really having good community at Baylor besides my teammates, and that was all on me. Like, Baylor's amazing. You can make great friends, great church community, everything. It's just on me for not doing a good job of that. Um and so when they were gone, it just kind of got really bad, like, me missing home and just, like, missing running and all those things. And, like, body image kind of, like, spiraled in a way that, like, like, I just literally, like, hated myself. And I also, like, hated not being able to run. And I just remember crying myself to sleep, like, literally every single night. Um, and then waking up and being like, okay, I have to do this all over again. And it was never, like, to the point of, like, suicidal thoughts or anything like that, praise God. But just a, like, really, like, I would say the most depressed I've ever been kind of place and definitely the worst, like, eating habits and just, like, body image I've ever had. And so really just the, like, um, hatred of, like, body image issues started there because I, like, look back on that and it's just, like, like, even if I have, like, a bad body image day now, like, I think, you know, bad things about ourselves, we, like, have those days sometimes, um, I just, like, look back at that and I'm, like, at least it's, like, not as bad. Like, that's my, like... <laughs> end of the rope kind of like mark if that makes right so that's really where it stemmed from um and still all throughout college and like even still sometimes I struggle with it but um that's definitely like where like it started kind of thing and I don't think until like my junior or senior year of college I like ever said like I want to help girls with body image issues it was Mm -hmm. more like I have to help myself but um yeah now like sitting from that place of like I don't want to even say experience because I have definitely not like fully arrived. I don't know if you ever will till heaven. Um, but just like that slight bit of experience to like be able to like speak into girls with that. I'm super passionate about. So. How have you had 
opportunity like do you like believe that like god has like seriously like put like some opportunities in your lap to really like just minister to girls because i feel like with body image issues like that's not like an outward experience that's like inward hard thoughts Mm -hmm. so how have you been able to minister to girls when it's probably one of the most private hard things that people go through yes so that's like kind of why i was so like adamant with you like if we can talk about like if i get to decide what we talk about like let's talk about this because like me when i was going through it like I don't even know if I, like, consciously looked for, like, podcasts about this, but there's only, like, two podcasts I can ever remember hearing about, like, body image, like, body image issues, like, dealing with self-confidence in that area of, like, eating and fitness and stuff, like, Christian podcasts, what I'm talking about, and, um, like, both of them helped me so much, and so just, like, hearing, like, someone else talk about it and someone else talk about what helped them kind of thing just, like, helped me so much put things in perspective and all that and so, like, that's, like, um, I talk to my friends about this stuff all the time. But I just hate that it's not, like, more talked about. Like, I know, like, body positivity and, like, all that kind of stuff is talked about so much. But in the sense of, like, we were made in his image and, like, thinking, like, believing the lies the enemy tells us is literally, like, saying, like, Jesus is wrong and, like, we don't believe him. And just, like, the fact that we give the enemy so much ground on, like, body image is just, like, not okay to me. But anyways, you're talking about, like, the ends I have with, like, talking to people about it. Um, That's, like, one of the things that I feel like I'm struggling with a lot right now with purpose and stuff um, is because I don't feel like I really have that many ends. Because coming from Birmingham, where I, like, talk to freshmen about stuff all the time, like, so many coffee dates, like, community of helping young girls, like, kind of thing, or just being helped by young girls. Like, I was with girls, Mm -hmm. like, older, younger, whatever, like, 24-7, like, deep conversations, like, all the time. And now it's, like, in Atlanta, like, I'm married, obviously, so there's, one, not as much time for girl time, which, obviously, I talked to Casey about super deep things, but he doesn't really need body image help, so (laughs) there's that. And then um, there's definitely friends here and stuff I can talk to about, but it's just not as much of a, like, pouring into aspect, I feel like, as, like, I had as, like, a freshman RA or, like, serving in church and, like, different aspects that, like, I definitely had in Birmingham, Um and just, like, kind of learning to grow through that. And, like I talked about earlier, just doubting purpose and stuff. I'm, like, okay, God, like, I don't really feel like I'm doing anything right now that is, like, this is my passion. Like, I love, like, doing this. Like, even if it was, like, hard work, like, if it's something you love, you know, like, you want to keep doing hard work. Um, And so, like, that's, like, really what I'm praying about right now. I was, like, okay, God, like, give me and Yes, there's, like, day-to-day conversations and, like, Instagram posts, YouTube videos. But it's, like – feel like okay like god what's the more kind of thing and that's one reason i was like so excited and expecting to see this because like even if like two girls like however many like you know hear something that helps right. them like something like that just um super passionate about that but the main thing for right now is last august like 2019 i started writing a book um just kind of like on my life story and stop it <laughs> i thought i told you <gasps> that sorry but no <laughs> Oh, just, like, on my life story with injuries, because that's how, like, Instagram even kind of, like, started in the first place throughout college, like, gaining any followers was just because, like, which I don't even have a lot of followers, but just, like, how it kind of, like, started in the first place was because I wrote blogs on, like, my injuries and, like, what the Lord is teaching me through that and stuff like that, Um, and so, like, the book is kind of, like, on that and then just, like, relationships because me and Casey's relationship is like the biggest God's in and I'm so thankful Mm -hmm. um and then really the main focus will be like body image stuff and like how to help girls with that um and not completely sure how this is going to end up because the book is definitely not done yet but it's like been the biggest like God's in like cool 
like thing just to do with him um and just really expectant for what he's gonna like do through that um, to help girls but that's what I'm doing for now. This is going to be the happiest thing to go back and listen to when your book is literally published. Oh, and you're, be like, so. you're like, I don't know. It's not done yet. And then it's just like flash forward. I that is so, so exciting. hard on it and prayed so much about it. But it's also like at the end of the day, like this is what I always tell people. They're like, how's your book coming? Are you almost done yet? I'm like, it's not like I can just like finish it when I want to. It's like as God tells right. me what to say, I say it and like. So, like, even if I wanted it to be done by 2021, I couldn't just say, like, I'm going to grind it out. Like, it's like a right. the Lord is showing me this as I go kind of thing, especially because it's, like, my life story. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely not fully arrived yet, but that's okay. <laughs> I love that. But going back, you said something so awesome, like, about just this idea of, like, meeting people where they are and it's just not – body image issues aren't really talked about mm-hmm. at all. I know for me when I was probably in – I don't know, seventh grade. I didn't even at that point, like that's like the phase when all of a sudden you start like really caring about what you look mm-hmm. like and you're like, Oh, some people look like this. And that was like the start of like Instagram generation. Yes. I remember I got Instagram in like mm-hmm. sixth grade. And so, I mean, that feels so ancient ago, but ancient that ago. feels normal now for people mm-hmm. to get Instagram that young. And but TikTok and all the other like, things. It's like, what? <laughs> yes. But back then, like no one even really knew what Instagram, like what a I didn't get one until I was, like, a senior in high school, so. Okay, that was probably better. But here's the thing is just, like, I know for, like, me and my parents, like, we didn't even know what Instagram was going to become. Like, that was Mm -hmm. the beginning of Instagram. It's, like, we could have never expected the way it was going to affect people in, like, this, like, level of comparison. Mm -hmm. Like, there was no way to predict it was going to, like, blow up this big. Yeah. But all that to say, I remember being in like seventh grade and I did like theater in high school and we were doing costumes and we had to get weighed and Mm -hmm. which one why thinking back that's awful yeah but I was like super teeny tiny I'm like literally like five three on a good day then probably not even (laughs) over five foot like super teeny tiny and I had a friend who probably not really a friend and we were just very competitive with each other and we were in line together and they called our weights out loud. And I remember I was like, meanwhile, I was, what, 12 years old? I think I was like 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like yeah. little thing. Never had thought about my weight. Never had even like considered any. Like mm-hmm. it just didn't go over my head. I was still playing outside with my friends. I was yes. still doing whatever I wanted. And that girl like was just like, nope. She lied and walked around and told everybody that I was like lying about my weight. And I all of a sudden I was like, wait, am I, am I not? am I supposed to think about this? Like, and all of a sudden it was like, wait, that's like a number. And like, people care what that number is. And it was the, I can just vividly remember it so much that being like such an impactful moment for me being like, wait, why do they care how much I weigh? Should I think about how much I weigh? Is that like a factor? And like, that's me as a 12 year old. Mm -hmm. And that was before all of like social media and like the world that we live in now has blown up as much as possible. And like, I wouldn't consider, I've never like experienced like really, really, really bad body image issues, but that's all to say, like, I've experienced my fair share Mm -hmm. and I think literally any girl or any person listening to this has looked in the mirror at some point and been Mm -hmm. like, oh. Like, what can I do to fix X? Mm -hmm. Or I don't like this. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to pick apart this. And I just think it's, like, so encouraging that you are a person that's like, no, 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 no. We're going to address this. We're going to talk about this. And it's, like, not, like, a struggle that we're just going to, like, bury under 100 covers. That's, like, why I am so passionate about it. Because, like, I care about my friends, like, so much and so deeply. And, like, having, like, 
every single one of my intimate like friends and even like non-intimate friends like say bad things about their body first of all like out loud and then also like I know like to a deep level like struggle with body image I'm just like okay like I know I struggle with it but I also know like it's every single girl because like every single girl has talked to me about it that I know and like Mm -hmm. the fact that we just give the enemy that much ground like I said earlier I'm just like he doesn't get that like no like you can't have like (laughs) like yes we have bad days but it's just like reining that back in and taking it one day at a time just like I made in his image like he has good plans for me like just repeating it and like like, literally writing things down and, like, counteracting in scripture and, like, just, like, I'm not saying it, like, I do it perfectly, like, every day because I don't, Mm -hmm. but it just, like, literally makes me sick to my stomach that we, like, have given the enemy that much ground on it, and it's just, like, considered, like, an untalked about, like, thing that we struggle with, and, like, like, whether we talk about it or not, like, it doesn't need to be okay, (laughs) like, because it's not, like, what the Lord has for us. He has so much more. And, like, when we're focused on, like, how horrible we look or, like, how, like, the bad thoughts we have about, like, our body or, like, our eating habits or whatever, like, we're literally, like, numbing out, like, whatever purpose the Lord has for us the moment of, like, encouraging others and, like, wherever we are, like, whatever mission field he has us in, like, it completely numbs you out. Like, that's what I remember my spring semester at Baylor, like, just the most, like, numb, like, hanging on by a thread, like, feeling in my life, like, and that's what why I, like, look back on that as, like, such a dark season because I just, like, let the enemy win, like, so much. Like, even though I was still in the word, like, asking God for help, like, which is, like, all we can do. Um, but it still just is, like, so numbing. And that's why I'm just, like, okay, let's what can we do? Like, I have not figured it out yet exactly besides, like, asking Jesus for help. But just what can we do to, like, say that's not okay? So. Yeah. So what would be your encouragement to, like, a girl sitting here listening to this? Like, okay, yes, I can, like, openly admit I have body image issues, but now what? Like, how do I go to the Lord and surrender this? Like, what are some tangible things that people can take away? Yes. So I was talking with my friend about this earlier because I was, like, I feel like I always talk about body image stuff, but, like, what, like, like you just said, are some, like, tangible things I can, like, say, like, to her when I'm, like, talking about this? And something she brought up that was a really good point is, like, anything we struggle with, like, we get to struggle with someone else in it. So, like, anything that I struggle with, like, automatically becomes, like, a relatability thing to someone else. So, I don't know if you've heard of Jay and Catherine Wolf. Um, they started a camp for, like, kids with disability um, called Hope Heals. And, like, something she says that I absolutely love is, like, your pain is a platform. Like, everyone's heart is in some kind of wheelchair. And just, like, sitting in other people's pain with them. And, like, when you have experienced a certain level of pain through something, you can relate to people so much better. So I feel like that is definitely one thing, like, for someone who has struggled with an eating disorder or something like that, for not to be a shame factor because that just keeps you in your box of, like, I'm ashamed of this and I can't talk about it. Like, no, like, it happens, like, and you struggled with it, but, like, you're winning if you, like, you decide to. Like, and if you decide to ask you for help, like, you're beating that, like, shame or struggle. Um, and, like, you can talk about that to others and, like, help others with it. And then, honestly, like, whenever I feel like I come to, like, the end of my ropes with, like, a body image day, it's just, like, I feel, like, absolutely horrible. Um, the most, like, tangible thing throughout college for me was, like, writing things down, looking scriptures up, and just writing them. Like, Christine Kane yeah. talks about it in her service all the time, just, like, writing, like, down like who like she did one um message I think it was 2018 passion conference um I'm not sure though but Kristen Kane is just a speaker from Australia um and she 
sent a message, I remember, on, like, because um, she was adopted and struggled with shame and, like, had a ton of books on it and all this stuff and, like, just had, like, a bad, like, upbringing, like, before she was adopted. And I won't go into her whole story, but basically struggled with a lot of mm-hmm. shame and stuff. Um, and she talked about, like, in Genesis when um, the Lord is, like, when Adam and Eve are, like, saying that they're, like, naked and shamed and the Lord's, like, well, who told you you were naked? Um then she just went into, like, who told you? Like, who told you, like, whatever lie you're believing yeah. about yourself? Like, who told you that? Because, like, I know, like, you didn't make it up yourself. And, like, the Lord definitely didn't tell you, like, this about yourself, whatever lie you're believing. Um, so that's also something that has, like, helped me. Is like, I know, like, the Lord does not, like, try to bring me down. Like, I know he does not say bad things about me. Like, yes, he judges me in my sin and stuff. But, like, if I, like that I hate something about myself, like, the Lord will call me higher to, like, okay, well, like, don't eat this, like, super unhealthy thing, like, as much maybe next time, you know, like, there's balance and everything, mm-hmm. like, but, like, he is never going to be, like, it's never going to get better, like, it's ne- you're never going to be able to beat this, like, you're always going to struggle with this, like, you're just going to get worse, like, whatever, but, like, that's where the enemy gets us, like, anyone I've struggled with, like, or talked to about, like, them struggling with the season of, like, weight gain or body image and just, like, trying to get out of it, like, they just think it's never going to get better. And I know that's exactly how I was at Baylor. I was like, th- like, I just can't do this. Like, I know it's going to take, like, however long for me to get out of this cycle. And, like, I can't do it. Like, I can't even do it today. How can I do it for, like, a year, you know? And I feel like that's also, like, even with people trying to lose weight, like, they see, like, 20 pounds or whatever. And they're like, I just can't do it. But the only thing that helped me was just one day at a time, like, believing that, like, that day I have to do well, and, like, that day is, like, my goal to, like, trust the Lord and do well in it and ask him for help, and I can't think about tomorrow. Like, I'm not allowed to because, like, you can only take it one day at a time. So I would say those are my, like, three or four, like, things that just, like, really, like, are, like, okay, let's fix this today kind of thing. Yeah, let's um, today. Yeah. I Okay, so this kind of like leads into your passion for fitness. You are very passionate about it. You have an Instagram page. It's called Healthy Eats, and it is pre. I love looking. I like looked at it one day, and I was like, okay, this is like a one stop shop for like all things you need, like fitness, nutrition, all the things. So tell us, like, did that like birth out of? I mean, it sounds like you've always loved fitness because you ran all like pretty much all your life. Mm-hmm. But do you think that really like birthed out of like this like struggle between you and your body image? Um, not honestly, like in the beginning, in the beginning, it was more so just like, I love cooking and like, I love food and like nutrients. And like, I think I started it my freshman year at Baylor. Um, and it was when I was still like running before the second hip injury and everything. So like, um, not like at a time I was like intensely struggling with it. Um, but I started it just to like post recipes and like that kind of thing. And I think I had like 300 followers, which is still the top 10 followers. (laughs) But um, (laughs) just like in the beginning kind of thing, like started it for like that purpose and just um, for fun. And then like slowly but surely, like as like college progressed, I kept posting recipes, but not really until I quit running my junior year of college um, after cross country. Um, So like going into the spring of my junior year, I quit and, um, not really until after that did I start um, like posting workouts and such on there because it was always like, okay, I like do my track workouts with my team and I go to the weight room with my team. Like it's never my workouts, you know, like I didn't make them up. It was like always what a coach told me to do. 
and then I was like trying to figure out weights and um workouts besides running once I quit um because my hips just don't really like let me like run far anymore like every once in a while I'll try to go for a long run but um just running competitively my body just feels like kind of broken down still even like two years removed kind of thing hopefully someday we'll be able to but um then transitioning into like trying to learn how to lift weights and stuff I'd watch more people's like workout videos and like um follow more people like that and help you can just kind of like be like okay like how to like like just like trying to figure out the gym because I had absolutely no idea like no idea and then I started in CrossFit, like, um, with Nexus Fitness in Birmingham, which I've recommended to you. It's literally the best. So fun. Um, but I started, like, going to CrossFit there and just, like, actually learned how to use a barbell and actually learned, like, um, that you don't have to burn, like, a million calories to, like, have a good workout. Because I feel like so many girls are like, oh, like, I have to, like, burn 500 calories in my workout, like, on my Apple Watch or whatever works, like, not a good workout. Um Anyway, so that just, like, taught me how to, like, use my, like, muscles more than just, like, get out of breath and, like, burn calories kind of thing. Uh, which, yeah. like, when I was running competitively, it was never about burning calories. But anyway, so then that transitioned into, like, just loving, like, making my own workouts up and, like, loving, like, trying to lift heavier weights and just challenging my body in general. And so I love to, like, post about that on Healthy Eats and, like, encourage other girls who, like, are scared of the gym, like, hey, like, it's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do this either kind of thing. And, like, you'll figure it out. You just have to take it one day at a time, try classes, like, all the fun stuff. It's more just, like, a fun page that, like, I do sell workout ebooks and, like, nutrition ebooks and that kind of thing. Um, but it's really just more of a fun thing to, like, encourage people to have fun with fitness and that there's, like, not really any pressure on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that I love it so much. And now you are, I remember you posted and you're like, okay, I'm taking clients. And I was like, this girl's a fitness trainer too. Like what else? She literally does everything. And I mean, we were talking like outside the podcast about you learning how to be a fitness trainer essentially from Nexus. So if you want to share a little bit about that, I just, for all of our like girl bosses out there who just like want like another thing to like add onto their plate. I just think that that's the coolest. Yes. So, like I said, I sell, like, the ebooks online and stuff, but something about, like, okay, so since I'm in Georgia, again, like, a lot of, like, my, like, people who would even be following me or friends to me or whatever who would want training, like, are not necessarily local, so it's a lot more, like, virtual kind of thing, which is hard because, like, I don't want to, like, give someone a barbell workout if they don't know how to use a barbell, so that's why I, like, encourage yeah. people so much, like, take classes, like, learn how to use a barbell, because, like, if I write you a workout and you do the wrong form on, like, a deadlift, like, I don't want you to get hurt kind of thing. So like Literally yeah. me. They know. I recorded a podcast. There was like a podcast two weeks ago. I was like, guys, I went to the gym and my friend was like, we're deadlifting. And I was like, okay. And I like couldn't walk for like three days. Oh no. It will like totally mess up your back if you do it wrong. Yeah. So like that's why that's like the number one thing I get nervous about is deadlifting when I write people programs and stuff. But um yeah, so I like did a couple of virtual clients online, but those kind of just like fizzled out and like they ended up just like not really being like interested in like like or didn't have time for like the workouts I was writing. And at that point, I was like, okay, well, let's just kind of like take a break from this because like I don't want to write workouts for someone who's like not excited like about like what they're doing kind of thing. So that's what I literally mean when I say like it feels like everything is on pause right now for like jobs yeah. and just like purpose stuff. Besides, like, in the book, like, I've been so busy, like, because I've been opening and closing, like, 4 a.m. shifts and stuff at the gym I'm working at. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I feel like I haven't even really had time to like pray and be in the word about like I mean yes yeah. still like reading my Bible but you know like pray and be in the word like more about like my book and stuff so it's like it just feels like everything's mm-hmm. on pause right now so it's such like a vision building season for like training for like my book for like body and stuff like just all of like my passions like okay god like give me some ins like give me like the next step yeah give me some yeah because um, like right now it's more of a deciding factor like okay do I want to go like full force like into like yes training people because like I think I would be good at it and like um, like not at all in a cocky way I just love people like and so I like love talking yeah. to people so therefore I love working mm-hmm. out and talking to people um, yes. but I definitely think like I'm waiting for like the exact right community and the place that the Lord's like yeah. okay yeah train here kind of thing because I don't want to mm-hmm. just be like a trainer to make someone strong like I want to like bless them like emotionally physically spiritually like all of it like not just like because fitness is so much more than just like looking good to me like uh, it's just like thanking yeah. the lord for like the bodies that we have and like just especially with like not being able to like even like do like anything besides slight yoga with all my injuries and everything for the longest time it's like now that i can do things like even if i still can't run it's just like i'm so thankful for it and so like just really preaching that into people with like training and stuff once like god opens that door so well, if I was in Atlanta, I would want you to train me. Thanks, girl. Just putting that out there. Well, Kat, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing all of your wisdom about oh, literally just life. Like, it's me. been so much fun talking to you. Do you want to plug yourself for everyone who wants to come find you on social? <laughs> well, if you want to follow me, my Instagram is Kat underscore Schultz. TikTok is the same. And then, like, we talked about healthy eats for Instagram and um, my blog, um, website is in my instagram and then same thing with like my workout page like um web page thing like it's all on the instagram so you can find everything from there but no pressure or anything so oh, oh my gosh i'm sure everyone's just like listening to it, like i need to go see this no one. all right well <laughs> thank you so much thank you taylor well that's the episode thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe Leave a review down below and go follow us on Instagram at She's Going Places Podcast. I can't wait to talk to you guys next.